Facts get tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Don, and this is this stinky, awful episode. Why do you say it like that? What if, what if you said that and now someone just goes, okay, click. Oh, then we'll re- let's do it again. What? what? <laughs> let's just, welcome. This is a great episode. You're going to love these movies. <laughs> was that better? Yeah, it was better. Okay, good. That was good. You know what's okay. funny is I always think when we start episodes, I'm like, Okay, this is what we can do for the open. This is what we can do. For, you know what I mean? Like, right? You're thinking it through. It's your obviously brain. not scripted, but it's not like, at all. Okay, well, here's the kind of topic we can talk about at the beginning, or here's where I can guide the conversation. And it started, and I was just like, I have no idea how to like what to start this episode, and you just took it and ran with it. Well, you know what's funny is I like to do that to you. Yes. In the beginning, I like to kind of throw you off just a little bit because you you are the main. That's you keep saying. That, yeah, no, 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 not... because you guide the conversations. You help me when I'm like, and I'm tired of hearing my own voice. Yeah, you just keep me going, and so sometimes I just want to throw you a little curveball every once in a while, just to make you wake up. Thanks, mom. You're <laughs> welcome. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, uh, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes. And what was the theme this week? Was it, like, so bad, but it's fun? No, it was just dumb action. Oh, It was that... just, like, fun, dumb action movie just to turn your... Which, I guess, essentially, we could have just boiled down to a popcorn movie. Right. No, I would but... not have picked this as a popcorn oh, movie. Oh, you're so wrong. Because it's... Okay, well, uh, let's... You talk about your movie first. You want me to? Yes. Because that's the one you're saying is not a popcorn movie. Well, it's stupid. It's not stupid. It's so Okay, cool. but I forgot. I lost my phone because I want to look this guy's no- name up. Okay. If you want, I'll, I'll no, no, give no. you your answer right now. Nothing else. No, I know that, but oh. I couldn't remember his name because when I first looked at it, I'm like, wait, what's his name? So basically, you gave me Six String Samurai. Yes. Uh, like 1998, 99? 1998, yes. Okay. Starring, this is the part I didn't know, Jeffrey Falcon. Nobody. Okay, but you know who he looks like to me at first? Who? With the glasses? Buddy Michael, Holly. Well, no, he didn't look anything like Buddy Holly. A little bit. He looks like, no, he looks like Michael Weatherly. Who? From NCIS and Bull. That guy? He looked like no, that guy with dirt on guy. his face. No, it's I'm just that. saying that's what he looked like. So um, this is the story, and it's it's directed by no one. Yeah, none of these people really went on to do anything, which is fine. No. So it's basically about, can you say, the Cold War or the apocalypse or what has you, happened? Yes. <laughs> I didn't really so get this So it's 1957. Part. Right. But the apocalypse happened, or, yes. or the nuclear whatever happened right. in 55, I think. Right. As opposed to now, or or in the future. Right. Instead of it happening early, like right. in the foreseeable whenever, and it happened early. It's, that's been, but it's been 40 years now. Yeah, so it hasn't even been, has it been 40 years? That's what it said, 40 years, because it said Elvis was the king and now Elvis is dead. It's been 40 years. Yeah. So it's 1997. Yes, yeah, I think so, yeah. Something like that, so whatever. This It's this kind of out-of-time time, because of all the things that happen. It... Okay. Okay, <laughs> let's hear the plot. Okay, so the plot is, the king is dead, mm-hmm. which is Elvis. Mm-hmm. There is no one else. Where does the king reside? In Las Vegas, of course. Duh. <laughs> and this guy that sounds like Wolfman Jack, a little bit. It doesn't... It it's it it's going for it, but I don't think it's trying. Because he doesn't call himself Wolfman. Do you hear what he calls himself? Like the wolf or something. The werewolf. The which werewolf. I thought was very funny because if it's in this, because if you look at all the timelines, right? Okay. 
if Buddy Holly actually died in 1959. Yes. Well, Buddy Holly's not dead. Right. So Wolfman Jack wasn't Wolfman... Like, Wolfman right. Jack went on to still sure have radio or whatever, but it's different. Right. Exactly. So, anyway. So this guy, his name is Buddy. So, sorry, let me back up. So basically, now there's a race to have a king. Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to get to Vegas. But it's like this... Um, all I can think of is now I totally forgot the name of the guy. Mad Max. Everything is just crazy and yes. dusty and everyone is dirty and mm-hmm. hungry and everything is just going on. And everybody's trying to get to Vegas so they can be the king. The king of the world. But it's weird and they're dirty. I already said that, but they're still gross. So there's this guy and his name is Buddy and he's on his way and he's got this six string guitar and so here he goes. Hello, buddy, six string. Like that one guy. Oh, I love that that bartender. Yeah. That's what I mean. Hello, buddy, six string. I know it. All of it is weird. It's just it's so bizarre. And and you know what it feels like to me. And I'm gonna describe. I really am gonna describe it. It's like if I said to you, "Hey, Ruben, here's twenty bucks. You want to make a movie?" Yeah. That's. I but mean, I love it. There's, there's, there's really no budget, right? Because it even said in the Amazon Prime that he did his own stunts. Yeah, I'm, which there's not a whole lot of stunt well, there's work in this movie. A lot of right towards the end, there's a lot of somersaulting. Yes, and kicking and, and stuff. kicking. Okay, so anyway, so he's heading to Vegas, mm-hmm. and he's running. Let's see, I'm trying to think of the first people he runs into, but basically, he's a samurai. And so there's one group, and then he gets rid of them. But but wait, no, go ahead. You're gonna say something. Well, it starts off with the little boy. Well, yeah, but the little boy just yells. I mean, ah! literally, <laughs> that's what but he, he says does. The coolest buddy says the coolest thing to the little boy. Float on, little butterfly. Just float home. Right. And it's, I don't know. I didn't like him because he was mean to the little boy, and you're not supposed to be mean to little boys. I know we'll get to the end, but you, <laughs> you're not. Spinach monster. Well, yeah, I didn't... Because he tells him about the last kid that crossed him, got eaten by the big spinach moths. He said, I summoned him with my karate or whatever. Right, and he's like, I drew the line. So do not cross this line, little boy, because for like two minutes, but he's walking and here comes this little, this little boy's just following and he does nothing but goes... No, it's like... It's like, ah! Yeah. It's more of a, ah! Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, okay... he doesn't talk. This poor little boy can't even talk, poor thing, which I knew. What did you think? He was about seven? Yeah. Maybe eight at the most? Mm Because you know what I noticed? He had some gappage Mm -hmm. in his teeth. So I was thinking he was about eight. So things are happening. People want Buddy because they don't want him to be the king. They want his guitar. They want his sword. Everybody else wants to be the king. Everybody else wants to be the king, but nobody's really very good. That's what I was like. Nobody's really talented or a musician except Buddy that we see. Yeah, well, there's a couple musicians obviously referenced in this movie besides Buddy. Do you realize who? Do you know who they are? So I didn't realize the one until I read it, and I was like, "Wait, what?" There was this young kid at the table. The Hispanic kid. The kid. I just didn't get it at first. I, I didn't. got it instantly when he showed up. I was like, "Cause he, cause he totally has that whole like he's Richie Valens." Yes, and that's what they said that he was um, supposed to be like Richie Valens, and his uh, name in the movie is Mariachi. Oh, got it. I didn't get it. Do you get uh, with death? Do you understand who death is supposed to be? So, no, but let's wait on that because okay. I, I want to talk about that more. Sure, sure, sure. So, basically, different groups, that's what I'm going to talk about it, different groups are after him. And one of them is death, which death is, 
death looked to me like Gene Simmons. Don't know who they were trying to make him, but he looked like Gene Simmons. I'm going to say it and you're going to go, duh. Slash from Guns N' Roses. I was just going to say, they had a posse of three and then death. And it reminded us what I was going to say. It looked death like a really it looked like a really bad hair band from the 90s, right? Bingo. It, exactly. So anyway, so then there's this one character who's supposed to be Richie Valens, and he's like, ah, blah, 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 I'm the king, you're the nothing. And he's like, kid, go home to your picket fence and have a family. And then they're walking in the desert, walking in the desert. And he's like, this is my family. It starts, I don't know, strumming his guitar. Well, that's, also like, that's also like 75% into I know, it's totally into it. So, so let's go back. So the kid keeps following Buddy. Buddy. But, oops, sorry, just whacked my microphone. That's fine. Buddy doesn't like kids. Buddy doesn't like this kid. Buddy doesn't want anything to do with this kid. Several times, Buddy gives the kid away. <laughs> I mean, literally, just like here. <laughs> he just passes yeah, him off. Like this one place they're walking, and this family's like, Hello, Jed, here's your son, or something. It's weird. And you know they're kind of creepy. And they're like, Oh, do you want some candy? Do you want this? Well, I knew right away they were going to eat him. <laughs> I mean, literally, they were going to eat the little boy. So if I knew they were going to eat the little boy... Don't you think Buddy would be like, hello, he's dinner. He didn't care. No. He's like patting him on it. Sorry, nobody else can see what I just did. Patting him on the head and like taking it and leaving him. Well then, so they actually marinate the little boy. They're like, I think he's done. All right, well, I'll take a thigh. Now I think the little boy starts screaming again, making his ah sound. Mm -hmm. Buddy comes and rescues. No. No, the, the wind starts picking up and it's those weird astronauts start rolling in. Yes. Do you get what they are? No. They're cosmonauts. See, so I knew that like a lot of this was like, um, this was supposed to be this or I'm not, I'm I, not that kind of thinker. I love weird fiction, <sighs> but I love like, like, I love like, what if Germany won World War Two and like seeing a world in modern times, what that would look like. But I also just love the bizarre, weird... Yep, don't see. And that oh, I, I am just... It. If this is what it is, then this is what it means. Oh, it's so I much fun to just I can't do weird. that. Yeah, and I can't do that. So it just... It is. It's constant weirdness. And my favorite line. I actually have a favorite line. I, I'd be surprised if what I think your favorite line is is not your favorite line. If I were you, I'd walk away right now. <laughs> And he goes, if you were me, you would be more handsome. Okay, that I thought was okay, the funniest line. Did you hear what the guy says in response? No. Hey, that's not very nice. Get him. I, it is like, funny. It's so like. Yeah, and all these little gangs are like trying to get him. And they, they, they all have really cool themes. Like, it is, but it's just weird. And then they have like, like Death's Posse. They're like, okay, get him. Hurry up. I'm like, what is that? There's death. And then there's... I think... You know what it reminded me of? The little munchkins from The Wizard of Oz. This movie had such a weird Wizard of Oz... Ref, it really like, did. feeling at the it, end. Yes, like, especially. Like, really Wizard of oz at the end, which is and so, so bizarre. And so cheap. Oh, yeah, but that... It, it was so fun. And what's funny is... I used to play RPGs with my friends. Okay. And when I... Wait, whoop, stop. Role-playing games. Thank tabletop you. Tabletop role-playing games. And I DM'd a game. That was actually inspired by this movie. Okay. Where it was, the world had ended in 19... I think I said, like, 1956, or, or the, the 50s. But, like, or, like, the 80s. I think it was the 80s. So some pop culture still kind of existed, but you're also now 20 years later. So you're from, like, they were from the Lone Angel, and they were traveling to the last Vegas, or whatever. Right, it's the same and thing. It's so, always but you're Vegas. seeing these things, and yeah. there's all these references that, like, some of them were catching, and some of them weren't. 
And, like, the whole item that they were finding was this, like, sacred writings. And you're thinking, oh, it's, like, a Bible or something. But when they opened it up, it was all these old movie scripts that existed. Nice. In that time. And it was, like, this is how the world works or whatever. Yeah. So, well, that so this is what's happening is different groups are trying to get him. And he really mm. doesn't care. And he is indestructible. Yes, I mean, so seriously. Cool. <laughs> so cool. Boom, boom, boom. Well, a little un- indestructible. Well, we'll get to that part. I just hit the mic again. It's fine. Um, another thing that I love about this movie. Okay, because I don't love this movie. I, I hate this movie. I know. But a couple things I like. There's no bad words. No. And the violence isn't like it could have been so much more violent. Yes. And there could have been blood and gushing and ishy and it, there's not. It could have felt like a cheap movie where it's like, my insides, they're on the outside. There's your Which bingo is, card. Yeah. I was um, just saying, that's what you always say. But but you know what I mean? It could have been that where it's like, Bleh. Or it could have been super graphic and gory and it yes. wasn't, but you knew that they were all dead. Now, the band at the beginning. When, remember when he Yeah, the red up? Elvises? Yes. In the fancy shoes? Sorry, they're I didn't mean to. They're a real band. Yeah, that's what I read. And they did the soundtrack for this movie. Okay, can I tell you something funny? What? It didn't tell me, because I always do closed captioning just because sometimes I miss dialogue, or I'm watching it at work, and they throw a bad word out, and I work at a Christian preschool, and maybe we shouldn't use bad words. So when the music would come on, a lot of times when you're watching a movie, um, the the songs will come on. So mm-hmm. you can read the words, you can kind of get into it. All of this was like mood music, somber music. But that what's so funny though, is it is. But it's so rockabilly. Is some of it really was? It, I liked it because this really is. I mean, this is. It this is so bizarre to me because it's about three different things. Okay. It's a fun like fifties Americana. No. Stylistically. Okay. It's all that that stylistic Americana. It is. It's post apocalyptic. So yes. It's that weird, dirty. This. It's a samurai movie. Yes. Because it's the whole lone samurai. Yes. Trying to get from place to place and, and protecting and, and growing and learning. It's very... I mean, this is such... I mean, even all of the, the dialogue. Yes. I'm 95% sure it's all dubbed. Oh, what do you mean dubbed? Like, they went back in and said, all right, now say your line. Like, because oh, look yeah. at how all of the... Di- like, it, it doesn't it doesn't do that trope of, like, my mouth is moving much more than I'm saying. And then the right. mouth keeps moving or whatever. It's just, like... Buddy seems louder than everything else. Yeah. But all the dialogue seems about that loud. So it's like, it's all, AD, isn't that called ADR? Yeah, it's all that ADR. Good word. Um, Look at but me. But like, they, they <laughs> use that <laughs> joke a couple times where the voices are a little weird. Yeah. Uh, like when he fights the bowling gang. I was going to say, yeah, beginning. I forgot the bowling gang. And they have the weird munchkin voices. Well, no, no. Two no. of them are normal. Uh-huh. It's like, you're going to regret this. Yeah, you're going to pay. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it's so... And it's, that guy's, like, the big one. It's just... Yeah, so I noticed that, too, that they did something weird with the voices. So, anyway, so... But he still hates the kid. And then I think there's one scene where he's really and truly going to get hurt. Who, the kid? The kid. And that's when Buddy really turns. It's the the spinach monster that we never see. Which we never see, but he's freaking out about it. And the spinach monster! Oh, and then we find out he actually can talk. Yes. This little boy. He doesn't say much, Mm-mm. but he's like, death, near. And then some random time he's like, well, a 54 Chevy can la 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 la. Because that's their whole thing. Everyone loves talking about cars. Right. Cars barely exist. Right. And Buddy's like, you don't talk at all. And, and this, this is, is what, what you're going to talk about? Pfft. I wish you'd stop talking. I mean, it is it is that, that tongue-in-cheek, fun, bitey kind of humor. 
But, yeah. See, the thing... This is the thing, though. Okay. Is this movie, to me, paved the way for weird, bizarre things like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Right. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Just this weird, like, bizarre... Because it's... At the end of the day... It is ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Is but it, is it good? No. Is it just a fun, ridiculous? Like, do I want? No. Do I want more out of this universe? Oh, a hundred percent. There was a comic book that I'd love to find. Okay. That was like either an adaptation or a continuation or something. Right. I would love to see more of this universe. Of so just like I would love to see. I mean, they tease Las Vegas at the end. Right. What what did that look like? Okay, and... so a couple things, because I'm still not done talking about it, because I really have more points. So, first of all, this was supposed to... This was the first of a trilogy. It was supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, that never got made. Fair. And it was supposed to be this big shot for Jeffrey Falcon, is the actor, also wrote it yeah. with the director. And... and he... Did you read... Oh, cause when was the last time you saw this movie? About a week ago. Oh, okay. I, I literally watched it like the day after I gave it to you. Okay. So you know the scene where the Russian guy has the claw? That's mm-hmm. his. That's Jeffrey Falcon's brother. Yeah. Noel. I, uh, I loved the bit with the Russians. How they all have the guns. And so yeah. he's like, how come we're not shooting? It's like, because we haven't had bullets. We haven't had bullets. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just... Yeah. And then he's like, whoosh, he kills them all. And so anyway... So then they keep going and you think they're going to win. Everything is great. And then they get to Las Vegas. I think that's what the, well, according to my words, that's what the little boy says. And he's going and they're like, woohoo. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, because there is a scene where we, th- uh, several scenes where we think Buddy's dead. He comes back to life. Yeah. We think he's dead. He's not doing great towards the end. Well, yeah, he's not. And so he thinks he's made it to Vegas. And then there's death in his posse. They're going to take the kid out. They're going to take the kid out. Well, then they have this little duel, but it's guitar. Now, here's what I want to ask you. What is that song? Uh, the... Yeah. Yeah, what is that? I don't know what it's actually called, but it's okay. in... It's the beginning of Pulp Fiction, Thank too. you, because I was going, um, wait a minute. But I... it's also the... Uh, this is such a bizarre reference. In the early 2000s... The Black Eyed Peas adapted it for a song. Got it. Where it was like the brown on it. And the, not push Alouda. That one. Um, okay. No, but it was the Pulp Fiction because I was like, why but am it's, I? Yeah. It's the cover by the Red Elvises probably because it's a lot cheaper to use that. Than the original than originals. To, yeah. Whatever. I was it. legitimately surprised that there was a quote unquote licensed song in this movie. Yeah. Well, and it was cool because he was playing it. And then I was thinking. It's kind of in the background. Because it, it's kind of, it's when they're, they're having the actual fight, like they're actually fighting. Yeah, but... And then they pull the guitars because they're playing two separate songs. No, but that's what I'm saying, that he is dueling Death. Mm-hmm. And that's the song he's playing. And then do you realize what Death is playing? No, because I don't... He's just playing, like, metal. Like, well, so, so Buddy's playing Rockabilly. Right. And Death is playing metal. Well, and then that's what he says something about heavy... Because I was like, gosh, they look like some really bad hair band from the 90s. And then he says... Something about heavy metal, and I was like, "Oh, it's basically the music genres competing, which every music genre does that." Which is that's why it's like I want more of this because there's even a rap reference at the at the towards the end when he leaves the boy with the little munchkin guy. Yeah, he even calls him a munchkin. That's funny. Yeah, so like, I he's like, "What's up, homeboy?" And he's got the the Tupac uh, the Tupac bandana. He's got the pants. See, it's 
So then, let's can we talk about the ending? Or sure, is there some, some, some parts that I missed maybe that you want to talk about? No, I mean, this movie is just like, oh, we do need to say, this Tell movie me. is completely free on YouTube. Legally, so, legitimately. Yes. But what I did, also what you can do, yeah, is you can get it free on Amazon Prime. If you subscribe to Fandom, you get a seven days for free. So then I just, I'll cancel it tonight. Yeah. Because I do that sometimes. Yeah. If you you get a trial and then I got it. Yeah. I just didn't want... I don't know why I didn't want to do it on YouTube. So I yeah. just did it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I showed it to my friend Brian uh-huh. on YouTube. And I was like, dude, look. like, And he was like, this is weird. And I was it's like... It's so weird. It's so weird. But it's like, there's some parts where it's just super fun. Nope. Oh, It's not. I think anytime Buddy pulls the sword out. And he, it's funny. Don't touch the guitar. Don't touch the sword. Right. Like, but that's why I kind of wanted... I want more of this universe. Because it's like... Well, we see, like, Richie Valens. There's even, um, apparently one of the characters is a reference to Great Balls of Fire. Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah. I think it's the Hollow Body Six String. Like, yeah. it's some character like that is supposed to be Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, I just want more. You know I, what I mean? Like, no. But if, like, what what do the quote-unquote punks of this universe look like? What, the, do the, right. what does this music look like? What does right. that music look like? Like... Nah, it's fun. I no, okay. So then we get to the part mm-hmm. where it's Buddy and, and his pot and the Death Posse and Death, and they're fighting to the end, and everything is good. And then the little boy comes with the samurai sword, and he's like he's running, running towards him. Then Buddy totally gets distracted off of his mark and gets forty thousand arrows shot in him in the back. Yeah, in the back because he goes to protect the boy because the boy's yes. going to try and protect Buddy, but Buddy's like, "You're not ready for this, Bud." Yes. So then. Death is going to take Buddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buddy's basically dead. And the little boy goes, leave him alone, or something. And he spits on Death. <laughs> okay? And I'm like, oh. So then he starts to, like, sizzle on his hand. And he's like, oh, maybe Buddy's not dead yet. But anyway, it's getting to the end. And then he's like, you're a bad kid, or whatever. Death's, like, yelling at him. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> it's weird that, that in that moment, in the whole movie, Death's voice is like get him i am death and in that moment he's like you're a bad kid <laughs> yeah no i don't know but he said something dumb and then the little boy's like fussing with something i thought he was gonna pee on him i swear i thought he was gonna pee on him and i'm like oh my gosh that there you go but no he gets out his canteen and he throws the canteen of water on death and then again very wizard of ozzy but much cheaper don't you think because yeah. it was like Basically, death is melting and not even melting. It's just spinning like on a turntable is what it reminded me mm-hmm. of and smoking really fast. Mm-hmm. So that was done. And then death is dead and Buddy and the kid win, but Buddy dies. Mm-hmm. So then the kid looks around and poof, Buddy's gone. But his clothes are still there and his glasses are still there. So he puts them on. But wait a minute. Where did he go? It, I There's mean, some naked Buddy running through the desert. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just weird. So then, thanks for the for blowing that part. Well, I thought you were going to say it. No, I am going to say it. The okay. little boy then puts on the clothes, and he's got the guitar, and he's got the glasses, and which, hello, fits. is, yeah, nothing fits. Glasses are broken. The little boy can't even see, and he's, like, going to Vegas, and he's, like, pushing the glasses up on his face. Okay, I did laugh. That was the only part I laughed, because you're like, what are you laughing at? When the little boy has the clothes on, and he's walking to Vegas, do which, see, again, looked happens, very Wizard though? of Oz. As he's walking? No. He turns into Buddy. Like, as he, oh, as he got gets it. farther down the yeah, road. Yeah, because I saw him get bigger, and I was like, okay. He's Buddy. Like, he, it's, not, he, it's not like a, oh, he time travel. It's not that. It's just a metaphorical, like, no, no, no. 
I know, but that's what but I don't ever he, get. He takes the role of Buddy. I now, know, and so now he's going to be the king. Maybe Buddy wasn't Buddy Holly. Right. It was just a guy who adapted, like... Right. Like, yeah, he just took on the role of Buddy because of the previous... Princess Bride. Yes. Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes. There was never... I mean, there was a single Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes. But all these different Dread Pirate Roberts yes. are different guys. Right. Buddy... Is it probably not be Buddy Holly, right. but it was probably just another guy who adapted right. that, adapted the name. Okay. Do you want me to review this movie? Give me, a, give you a review. I mean, like, I, know I hate I, this movie. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Burn it. Jump on it. Burn it again. No. Jump on it. Throw it in the trash. No. Throw is... it, like, burn it in the no, trash. No, it's fun. It's not. Okay. You know when it would be we, the perfect time to watch this movie? Yeah, sure. When you have to have oral mouth surgery. This movie's terrible. They like fun. No, it's not like Hello fun. Hello, six street. Okay, one line doesn't make it fun. Tag, you're I know, it. I was like, what is that? Seriously, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And if you're listening and you think this movie is great, I'm so sorry. Because it's not. Jeffrey Falcon's like, I'm going to listen to my new favorite podcast. Just well, Jeff- Jeffrey Falcon, come on name? down. Is yeah, it's name? Jeffrey Falcon, because you know what? When I looked at it first, I thought it was Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, that's not Jimmy Fallon. Okay. It's Jeffrey Falcon. The thing is, though, if they remade this movie, it would be dumb, but not for the same reasons that this one is dumb. Because they would, like, up the violence and up the weirdness. Yeah, it would just be icky. I wouldn't like it. It would just be gross. But his name is Jeffrey Falcon. I know because I looked it up like six times because I had to make sure I said it right. But, um, you know, I could see this movie kind of taking on like a little cult classic-ish. Especially now that it's on... Um, YouTube? Yeah. That anyone can just watch this completely for free. Yeah, don't. Oh, I think... For, don't. For not spending any money. Don't. No, it's fun. Don't. He's 56 years old. So he's a little bit older than me. We could get him on this show. All right, he could come on. I gotta find him. I okay. can't find him on anything. I'll find him. You oh, find him. Jeffrey Falcon, star of Six New Samurai. Where is he now? He lives in Santa- San Jose. Yeah, no, we don't know where he lives, and that's okay. Um, we'll find him. We'll see if he wants to be on our show. But I didn't like his movie, so maybe ah, we should. Fun. Well, then you could talk to him, and I could just be like, "Your movie's stupid." I want to read the comic because apparently the comic was adapted by Rob Liefeld. Okay, which means nothing to you. Nope. Creator of Deadpool. Mmm, okay. So that weird, irreverent samurai? Perfect. I'm into it. Like, I could that's that. the guy to be adap- adapting this. Right, um, that sounds good. Yeah. This movie was not. Really? You just, you hated it. It just was a waste. Again, I didn't necessarily hate it. Okay. But what a waste of my time. Worst, of la- worse than Last Airbender? Hmm. Just nothing. Last Airbender made you feel something, and it's a negative emotion. This doesn't make you feel anything. Because like, I just didn't care. Fair. It's like, shut up. Stop talking. Wait, why is this only 12 minutes into the movie? Shut up. <laughs> That's what it made me feel. That's fair. Is that fair? Because it's yeah. just nothing. My movie was Face Off. It was, and I have to apologize because I forgot what it was. I Googled it, you know, like super crazy, funny, weird action movie, mm. and that came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. How? Whoops. How have I... This is one of those movies... Mm-hmm. That, Sorry, my foot itches. It's like, that how have I gone this long without watching this movie? Right? It is the best, worst movie I've ever seen. I think that was the number one in the hit when I, I wanted to hate it, but I loved it because it's so dumb. Right. And it makes a zero sense. Yes. And nothing is logical. Nope. 
but both actors are so ridiculous in the best way possible. Yeah. Like, okay. So let's, yeah. John Travolta. Who I do love. John Travolta's great. Again, we talked I, about this. To me, John Travolta's a real hit or miss. Mm-mm. I think Hairspray I was yeah. so campy and right. so dumb. This... Was trying. Was so good. Oh my gosh. If he was like this and if he treated Hairspray like this... You would have loved it more. I would have loved it. Because yeah. it was so believable. Yeah. he John Travolta, I think, you know, he gets a lot of riff because he's older and wears toupee or whatever, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, he doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, you don't know that. I do know that, you can tell. Anyone that looks at him recently can tell. All right, I'm going to name an actor, you tell me if they wear a toupee. Okay. Or a famous person. Okay. Uh, John Travolta. Yes. Uh, Liam Neeson. No, but I think he dies it. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. George Clooney. No. You think, you think George Clooney's got all natural hair? I do, and I think it's that pretty, beautiful <sighs> salt and pepper stuff. Uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, I think he just, again, I just think he dies it. Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah, no, I think there's some extra. Yeah. That, because but like he, Michael Douglas, I think that's all beautiful and natural. I don't think that's really? added. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about some, the president? Who cares? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, wait, who's the president? I had to think about that. Wait, which one's the president? I had to think about it for a minute. Sorry. Um, but um, no, I think that some some gentlemen dye their hair. I Whatever. I I'm still stuck on the Jeff Bridges thing. Okay. You so not a wig, but you think that maybe some some enhance some what are those called? Toupees. No, like enhancements that the like, like a hair club for men kind of thing. No, like a like a clip on not a clip on. No, I think that if it's added, it's surgically done. Really? Yeah, I don't know a whole you don't lot think about that's it. Jeff Bridges' real hair. His hair his hair changes a lot. So maybe I don't know. But I don't. What I, what I mean is like yeah, I don't really look at guy guys' hair except. For some reason, John Travolta's hair bugs me. And there's one other actor, but I can't think of who well, it I'm is. I'm just always so jealous of Jeff Bridges' hair in general, because it's always so, like, poof. poof. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you were just bald in Iron Man. How in, like, True Grit do you have just, like, a full head? And someone will be like, ah, Ruben, True Grit took place uh, three years after exactly. Iron Man did. And I'll be like, you know what I mean. Right. It's just, he does. He you has You know good in True hair. Grit, his name is Ruben? That's a fun thing. His name is Rooster Cogburn. Ruben Rooster Cogburn. I didn't know that. Yeah, they call him Ruben. Who wants... Oh, well, and you know that's a remake from John Wayne. Yeah, I'll take, please, I'll take sharing a name with a John Wayne character and a Jeff Bridges character. Yes, please. Over Ruben Stuttered. Hey, sorry for 2004 still. <laughs> well, there you go. Did so you, Face Off. Thank you, Amal. Did you want to get back to the movie or are we just going to talk to each other? Face Off is. Okay, so the, it's John Travolta it's John and. John Travolta Nick Cage. Who, I have to just preface this. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of, he. He also. Oh yeah. He has a dupee too. Oh and, yeah. And there's another. I mean, please. I'm not trying to be mean or unkind. Yeah. Because everybody does whatever they need to. If you can afford it, you can do whatever you want to yourself. Right. Well, as long as it's safe, do whatever you want. If if, if you it have, makes you feel better. Sure. With the hair, or some people dye their hair. Some people, some people get don't. Surgery. Some people do right. whatever. I, for those of you that don't know me, my hair is turning gray. Yeah. I'm 52. I've got some gray issues. One of my little students got excited. I probably said this on the air before. <gasps> Miss Dawn, your hair is turning like Elsa's. That's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. I know it was funny. That's, see, see, children are adorable like that. Yeah. Because like... I have this one strand. See it right here? It's turning white. I'm 28 and some of my hair's gone. I'm 27. I turned 28 soon, but some of my hair's gone. Oh, please. Okay. So, yeah, but you, you're good. 
because mm. I really didn't start this till probably at my fifties. Oh, thank you. So, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, it's a hereditary thing. Sorry. Ah, uh, fine. But so, so it's John Travolta and yes. Nick Cage. Did you really read? Okay, so you don't like Nick Cage. Okay, that makes it's, me feel bad when I say that. But that's fine. But I don't care for him as an actor because he feels just to me, he feels a little wooden, all the time. Well, yeah. All the time. But. Uh, see, it's very funny that you and I kind of have reverse opinions on Nick Cage and John Travolta. Okay. I think Nick Cage is the best because... He was great in this film because well, he's so creepy. There are so many movies where he's great and everyone's just like... People treat Nicolas Cage like they treat the band Nickelback or like Guy Fieri. It's just fun to dump on him and it's like, yeah, okay, Nickelback isn't great, but like Guy Fieri is like actually a really good person. I know he did all like, that yeah, stuff, and I, you're not a fan of no, his I either. No, I don't like him, but like I can't be like he's dumb. It's like, hey, that's that's a. If you don't know, there's some big fires in California, and without publicizing, without doing anything, he went out there and cooked and did a bunch of things and assembled teams to help cook and and take care of firefighters. Great, good, good, good thank good, you. Good on you. He man. could be on our show. Why? Because he's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just I mean, get somebody could. cool on our show. Um, but so he could cook for us. I just on the show. Just welcome, kid. Has a <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. True. I don't know what I'm eating. <laughs> Donald Duck, apparently. Apparently. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to um, interrupt you anymore. No, that's fine. Uh, I think this is the most where you've interrupted me. Um, so I'm be like, oh, actually, Ruben, you've just <laughs> sidetracked a bunch. Um, so anyway, so I don't really like John Travolta. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. I'm not interrupting. Uh, I don't really like John Travolta that much. I love Nick Cage because he's... Nick Cage... If Nick Cage was a dial on a, like a volume thing... Yes. I am pretty sure that volumes 1 through 9 would just be crossed out. Yes. And it would be glued on 10. So for this film, you mean? Every movie he's ever been in. So, Nick Cage is... And I love that you call him Nick Cage. Yeah, it's Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. No, if you see the credits, it's always Nicholas Cage. Yeah, but like he's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage. You're not gonna go see Nicholas Cage movie. You're gonna go see Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. No, actually, I would go see Nicholas Cage movie because that's nice. his Nick name. Cage. He's Nick Cage. I can't be the only one that calls him Nick Cage. Well, you don't know him, him, so you can call him whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. There's a no. I, it's a, Nick Cage. Anyway, so Nick Cage. Nick, sorry. Nicholas Cage, because we have to be nice to everyone, and somebody might not, might not like a nickname we give them. Okay, Ben. That's you. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mom, one, Ruben, zero. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done. I really so, will stop interrupting so you. So Nick Cage is always at a 10. A yes. A constant 10. In any movie he's in, name a movie that he's in where he's not at a 10. Oh, is that horrible remake of I can't think what it's called. Somebody'll know this. It was the tribulation books, the Christian tribulation books and he was the pilot. Yeah. But just that but I mean he's being Nick Cage. He's it's never it's like he so shows up in cheesy. a movie. Yeah, but that's what I mean. He never shows oh. up in a movie and is like, Hello, I'm not Nicolas Cage. Pretty much. No, he it's was terrible like, in this. We scene. have to solve the right. problem. Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> that and Christopher Lloyd stuck together, huh? Yeah. Okay. But like yeah, yeah. but that that's his whole thing. Right. <laughs> but not in this movie. He's so scary. Oh, he's a terrifying creepy. nightmare in this movie. Okay, so I'm not gonna interrupt. Okay. So this movie starts and <laughs> it starts with John Travolta and a small child on a carousel. Oh, it's so it's sad. very sad. Oh, I don't and like Nick it when they hurt children. Right, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. 
Uh, and then Nick Cage has a sniper rifle. He's going to take out John Travolta. And a really bad mustache. I think his mustache is okay. <laughs> it kind of looks like yours. Yep, there we go. <laughs> so he's, he's going to take out John Travolta. And John Travolta like, gives us, okay, first of all, there's this very endearing thing that John Travolta and all his family do to each other in the movies in this movie that is never, ever, ever explained. The hand thing. Mm-hmm. What is that? And it's not like a cute thing because we even see it... T- okay, if you don't know... See, the whole time I was watching this movie, I'm like, how am I going to explain this on the podcast? It's okay. Put your own hand on your face. Okay. And then drag it down your face, but not super hard, but also not super light, like palm to lip connection, because there are times where we see like a lip gets caught on the palm. How is that endearing? You know what would have made that more endearing? Is if they referenced that the child was blind. Well... That's what it reminded me of, like a yeah. blind person trying to figure out who they're talking but, uh, to. This whole family just does it to each other without any explanation of what that. Why is that endearing? It's weird. It's kind of creepy. It's it's weird to just do that to somebody you love. That's not. There's no. There's nothing. I'm gonna to do it to you now. Uh, every day. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> I would not do that. Um, no, get your hand away from me. But so, like, I kind of would have liked if they just explained that. It just. It just like was like. I'm supposed to think this is a very nice family thing, but it's weird. It's like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get right. why it's happening. So get your hand away from me. So Nick, no. So John Travolta like hugs his child. Yes. And Nick Cage shoots him in the in the shoulder, and then John Travolta's son gets taken away and replaced with the fakest dummy I've ever seen. It was pretty bad because so, even I was like, "That's not a kid." I'm glad <laughs> it's not a kid because it's very sad because it goes through John Travolta kills the kid. Yeah. But in his head. And the, I mean, I think when the kid is laying there at the very beginning, when it first showed him, and he's like got a bunch of blood on his face, yes, that is a child. From there on in, they just, it is a mannequin from a Target. that Or is the in, CPR dummy. Yeah, that it just has zero life to it, which, I mean, it is a dead person. But it, it, it doesn't react like a dead person. A dead person would be limp. This is almost stiff. Yes. And he's like, ah! He's like freaking out with it. Well, yes. Okay, then cut to like, what, six years later? Yes. Uh, we see that John Travolta, who is, we we just kind of assume he's a big cop. Like, yes. he's been a cop. Yeah, but he's like an FBI guy or something. He's like he? a secret blah, 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 anti-terrorist. He's not very nice to everybody. He's no, kind he of sucks, mean. yeah. Here's the thing. This whole movie's, like, whole shtick would have been, is the, it's a body swap comedy. Take one of those very fun, like, Freaky Friday. Right. Those body swap comedies. Take out all the comedy and just like add in balls to the wall insanity yes like it's just it's bonkers uh-huh. and, like, and the language is pretty rough oh the language is so rough but i'm it's, sorry oh my gosh it's so funny like it's funny okay so the language going. is just like fffff um, sorry but it's like okay so nick cage is this very bad man really bad yeah he's like a terrorist and he's going to set a big bomb off. But he's in creepy. Angeles. He's a creepy. Like this one, oh, the one scene with the stewardess. Oh, he's so gross. He's gross. He's the grossest person ever. And that's why it is so cool. Like Nick Cage is, in my opinion, a very good actor. He, he got messed up by being typecast. He plays creepy. Uh, yes, it's always at a 10, but he can play different things at a 10. Right. Uh, in the movie Kick Ass, he plays That's this... That's okay, because it's a title, so you can yeah. say it. <laughs> uh, but there's this... Uh, he plays kind of this Batman-like character who has a daughter. Mm-hmm. 
and he's playing this goofy dad. Like, when he's not being, like, the Batman, or mm-hmm. it's Big Daddy is the character's name. When he's not being Big Daddy, he's being this really lame dad. Like, with his mustache and his sweater vest. He almost looks like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Okay. Okay, he's so lame. He's like, okay, sweetheart, here we go. And he's, like, shooting her his daughter, who's wearing a bulletproof vest so she gets used to it. Okay. But it's, like, he's such a goof, and it's out of ten... At this, he's a gross, gross man. And this was way before Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, this is 97. This is before... This is before Six-String Samurai. Wow. Um, I know. Um, real quick, we didn't say who originally the director wanted, right, for the two roles? We didn't. Did you read? Sylvester Stallone and... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that... Would have mm, been so different. Well, It wouldn't have yeah. been good. No. It would have been another dumb action... Well, and it would have just been horrible because, yeah. It would... The, well, and the, whole, all, the whole dialogue would have been like, yeah, no, I, I mean, okay, did I like the film? No, it's a kind of fun, but it's I think so the casting fun. was good. I don't oh, think the casting's it's... phenomenal because they don't look like each other. No, they're just two middle-aged white guys. <laughs> I don't even think at this point they're really middle-aged yet. No, um, but they're both super like great. At acting. John Travolta is a family man. You want to like John Travolta because he's a cop, but he's got his own problems at home. But like I said, so this whole thing, though, is like body switchy. Right. Like, because it really is a body switch movie. But it feels like if this was not about a psychopath and a cop, mm-hmm. there are moments that are like sort of endearing. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no. Just creepy. It, that's not that. in Like, at one point, way down the line, Nick Cage as John Travolta, like saves the daughter from being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. would be endearing if not he was like checking her out earlier and like you remember that he is a disgusting pervert like right it's which actually is a really cool a butterfly knife Mm -hmm. and he's like if somebody ever tries to take advantage of you in the leg twist so the wound can't close she's like okay and that's how she takes him down um but so anyway uh, so the movie starts and they're, you know, they're going after each other and it's kind of this cat and mouse game, cat and mouse, cat and mouse, cat and mouse. Well, they're chasing and there's this big fight and whatever. And finally they catch him and they think he's dead. Right. Everyone kind of is unsure if he's dead. They're not sure if he's dead. They think he's dead. Him being Nick Cage. Yes. This is also going to get super confusing. Yes. So Nick Cage, they think Nick Cage is dead. Yes. John Travolta is like, okay, we got him. We're done. I can, I'm going to retire now. And then this lady's like, actually, we need to get, we need to find out where this bomb is. And apparently the only way to do that is to go to his brother, uh, who only talked to Nick Cage. Right. And they're like, and John Travolta's like, okay. And then they're like, here's the science we have, which there's a major plot hole here and I'll explain it. Okay. So they're like, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the skin off of his face and put it on your face. And, and then we're just going to put your face in a jar. Yeah, it was just floating. Floaty, okay. Floaty, floaty. Uh, that's not how skin works, but all right. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, lips don't... Right. It's like, a movie. Yeah. I was like, I didn't realize that till the very end. I'm like, wait, that's not how lips work. No. Lips don't stop right there. They'd have to make incisions inside the mouth and then pull it. And the lips wouldn't stay puffed up like that. They would flop down. Right. So, anyway... So, there, you know, and then John Travolta's like, I'll do it or whatever. 
So they make him Nick Cage. Well, then they also make it, like, so temporary. Oh, it's just going to be for a little bit. Yeah. They're like, it's temporary. It's temporary. And I'm like, I I don't know about you, but my knowledge of medical science, like, at this day and age, I don't... If I went to the doctor and was like, hey, this is my friend who I kind of look like. I would like our faces to be switched. I also would like to take on his body hair, and he'd take on my body hair. Don't yeah, I'm not a hairy man. <laughs> and then his hair is my hair, uh, and I don't know. That's pretty much it. Like our eyes are close enough, and the doctor would be like, "Get out!" And I'd be like, "All right, goodbye." Like worth right. a shot, because that's not temporary. That's not how temporary works. Right. Um. Well, I knew because I've seen this. I saw this originally when it came out, and then watching it again, and then I remember thinking. Oh, and they're like, oh, it's just temporary. And I hit the play button. I'm like, wait, it's 12 minutes into the movie. It's not going to be temporary. Well, the, my you're talking about in the movie universe how this is temporary. Me, I'm like looking at it realistically and I'm like, first of all, no scars at all. Right. That don't make any sense. Right. Because that's not how that works. Right. Because you're you're cutting into something. Mm-hmm. You need, There needs to be a scar. Right. Uh, second of all, temp- temporary? You're just going to put it back right well because he's dead so it doesn't matter they think when they think he's in a coma he needed to be be alive oh that's right to keep the skin alive yeah weird at the end he's dead oh i don't remember that part john travolta kills him oh okay and i didn't get to the end because i ran out of time that's fine but so yeah he kills him i'm like wait what um so then they do this whole thing where john travolta is now integrating into his life as nick cage and he's got his voice, and he's doing the faces, and he's being crazy and weird in the prison that they put him in, because he's going undercover to get the information out of the brother. And they say, okay, well, once you get the information, we're going to come get you out. Well, then we see, so then he's in the prison, and he's about to get the information, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we see back to the hospital. <gasps> it sits up. He sits up, <laughs> and he's like, ugh. And, okay, you and I are about to play a little game. Okay, I like games. So, Nicolas Cage, for about five minutes of this movie, does not have a face on. Right. Okay? He's talking on the phone. Yes. He is doing all sorts of things. Yes. We even see we see a really cool shot of him without the face. Yes. But it's only through a reflection. So it was really done well. It's really cool, but because it's a reflection, that also makes it look better. You know what I mean? Um, but we're going to play a game. He's talking on the phone. He's saying things. He's even talking to the doctor when he has no face. Okay. I want you to grab your top lip and your bottom lip. Okay. Okay, say... I'm doing it too. Okay. Say your full name. Don or... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. My lips keep popping out of my mouth. I don't want to say I hope not. Say... Did I just say... Hello, my name is... Say, uh... Say, uh... What does... What is not a car but drives on the water? Oh, uh, well... Yes, yeah, you, you can't say boat or or right because you need every part. And in he's your mouth. saying words like, "All right, meet me here and bring the doctor." And because I'm watching him say that, and I'm like, he doesn't have a face on right now because we see it in the jar. And then as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, "Bring the doctor!" <laughs> like, I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So it I was like, work. "I was like, yeah, that doesn't work," which is also funny too because in the reflection, it made him look like he had a big old smile on. And I was like, man, I'm glad we never got, like, him as a Batman villain. That's right. You know what it reminded me of when he was in that motorcycle movie? Ghost Rider? I was going to say, I was going to say Hell Rider, but Ghost Rider. But yeah, where he was on, his face was on fire. Well, I mean, it's just a skull. 
I know, but it's what it reminded me of. So, <laughs> so then, uh, so then he sits up and he's like, oh, you're going to make me John Travolta. And the doctor's like, okay, I don't have a choice, I guess. And then, uh, Nick Cage, now we're flipping, okay? Right. We've now, now flipped. John Travolta's Nick Cage. Nick yes. Cage is John now Travolta. Now Nick Cage, the actor, is sitting in the prison and he's waiting to get out, but he's really John Travolta pretending to be Nick Cage, pretending to be John Travolta. I don't even know anymore. No, it was, it was, it's the actor Nick Cage, but... It's supposed to be John Travolta pretending to be Nick Cage. Yes. Um, so then he's like, oh, cool. They say he has a visitor. And he's so excited because he's going to get let out right. by Tito, his friend or whatever, who's holding his wedding ring. And John Travolta's standing there. Uh-oh. And, he, and he's, but, okay. John Travolta is being, is, John Travolta is an actor playing a character who is, Supposed this to be, be Nick, Nick Cage. Cage playing John Travolta. Yes. Ah, oh, boy, it's confusing. So, all this stuff happens and blah blah blah, and and like John Travolta becomes like a super cop because he knows all the bad things. So he's getting more money from that, right? And like he's gonna run the police force. So he's gonna turn like John Tra- real John Travolta into like a super corrupt cop. Yes. But he's not taking bribes or anything. He's just like doing what he knows. Right. Like he solves the stops the bomb by himself. Nice. And he's like like the bomb crew's like, We got it and he's like, No no no, get out. And he's not even wearing bomb stuff and he's just like doot, 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 and he like stops it. And he's like dancing around being all John being all uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cagey. And then he uh like they turn on the T V at the prison that Nick Cage is in and Tr- John Travolta's like you know uh and they're like, do you have a message for who might have done the bomb? He's like, we don't know who did the bomb, but I got him. Like, let me look into the camera and let me say a message for him. He's like, interception. Ball's in our court now. And I even, like, I was watching this and I paused this and I was like, he just turned into Jim Carrey. Right. To which I realized John Travolta plus Nick Cage is just Jim Carrey. It is, And yeah. it really threw me off because I was like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's it's, what it was. It's yeah. just those two combined. It's just Jim Carrey. Right. But it really, to me, it really showed... And I know that John Travolta was a is a pretty good actor. They're both amazing because could you tell that when they weren't being themselves, like when when they were talking to people that knew who they were, they were sounding like each other, but not through a voice modulation. Right. John Travolta was doing a Nick Cage voice, and Nick Cage was doing a John Travolta voice, which I thought was a real a really nice touch. I, I, I also, too, at the very beginning when John Travolta's getting his, like, turning into Nick Cage, and they had the voice modulation thing, I was like, wait, because I didn't know. I was like, does he sound like John Travolta the whole movie? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, wait, like, is Nick Cage going to sound like him the whole movie? I think a little ADR, too, helped, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. That's Be- my new That's my new thing. Well, I mean, it's not like John Travolta standing there saying the line as right. Nick Cage is, like, moving his mouth. Um it is, yeah, I mean, this movie, so it's, it, it's a, just a big old game of cat and mouse. Because for most of it, Nick Cage is stuck in prison, then he breaks out of the prison, and John Travolta's just climbing up the ladder, and he's doing all these things, and then Nick Cage is starting to pose as himself. Oh, it's so confusing. Nick Cage is starting to do Nick Cage things to help him take down John Travolta, who's really Nick Cage, mm-hmm. and, so, and then they're, they're fighting, and it, it's just... It's it's not convoluted because that is the wrong word to describe mm-hmm. because it's it's a very simple plot. Mm-hmm. 
but to explain it is difficult because it it, is. It, it's like so he's Nick Cage, but now it's not Nick Cage; it's John Travolta. But and they they never I mean they do do the stereotypical shoot me I'm don't shoot me I'm the dad no I'm the real dad don't shoot me like. They do do that, and she shoots the wrong one. Um, what? You said it twice. What? You said doo doo. <laughs> you did. You keep going. Really? Doo doo. You said doo doo two times. You two said... times, like poop. Two number two. <laughs> no, you just said Poo-poo they. Poop caca. We did it, everybody. No, he. You just said. They do do that. They do do that. How old are you? <laughs> I work with preschoolers. I can't help it. Yeah, the FaceTime episode was good, but uh, then mom, mom, the dons are just laughing about doo-doo for five minutes. No, I'm done. It wasn't five minutes. That was it. That's all. Okay, um, keep going. So it's just, this movie is like not great. No. But because, it's kind of fun. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Because it, this is a, one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen and I absolutely loved it. Okay. Because it's just so bizarre. Okay, yes. And it's they don't make any sense. Nope. But it's a fun ride. Sorry. Oh, my God. This mm. is... And I, you know how some people are like, it's a roller coaster. This truly is a roller coaster. And not of, like, emotion, just of, like, that general, like, I'm so pumped on whatever is about to happen. Exactly. Like, like I'm in it. I'm on board. Like, Nick Cage does some of the weirdest grossest things ever but then john travolta as nick cage is doing really weird gross things but they're both like being each other so well it's like so weird it is how they're both like john travolta would never be like it's almost like if these characters didn't switch bodies just right and john travolta before the body switch that's almost characters that they would be. Yep. But after, that's not character. That's not a character Nick Cage would play. No. The the kind of soft spoken like I need to solve it. We need to do because it's weird. He's at a ten, but he's at like a John Travolta ten. Right. Exactly. He's not being Nick Cage because that's not John Travolta. Right. Like that's what was impressive to me is like they didn't feel like like this didn't. It felt like John Travolta took a role that Nick Cage would take, and Nicholas Cage took a tr- role John Travolta would take. So, I I might have already said this. I know I said it to you when we were in the house, but they offered this to Nick Cage, and he said no because Mm -hmm. he didn't want to be a bad guy. But then when he read the script and he realized that for most of it he's the good guy, he was like, okay. And John Travolta's the bad guy? Which is fun because John Travolta, he's played the bad guy in a couple of different films. Yeah. And I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, they're both good at just being, like, the kind of bad guy. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's what I think was, like... Nick, I'm trying to think, Nick Cage is usually never the bad guy, but in this, he's so gross. He's um, gross. He's played bad guys, but right. he's never the bad, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he's slimy. He's yeah, creepy. He has played very, very morally ambiguous characters, but he is ne- I can't think of a movie off the top of my head, obviously besides this one, where he is the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Uh, same with John Travolta. But John Travolta plays it so... I mean, they're both so slimy when they're being the character of Castor The slimy Troy. guy, yeah. yeah. But then they're both so family and enduring when they're being the other guy. Nice. Like, they both play both characters super well. All right. Are you ready to rate it? Oh, it's a buy it. It's 100% a buy it because this is a... Guys, we got to watch this. We're having a movie night. We're going to watch Face Off. Like, 
What's Face Off? Like, you've never seen Face Off. Like, I'm so surprised I went this long without watching this movie. So, can I say something? Yeah. If you Amazon Prime it or whatever, make sure you're getting the movie Face Off and not, not, the, the, not the science fiction makeup show Face Off. It's on Netflix for free, so just yeah. watch it on Netflix. But I'm just saying, make sure you get the Nicolas Cage, John Travolta movie, not the, the makeup series that was on for five years or something. It's still on. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so you're buy it. Mine is a burn it, jump on it, throw it in the uh, trash. Well, you're wrong. Well, that's okay. Um, what do you? What do I was you, just gonna say. Do you want to do the? What are you watching? Yeah, go do, for it. You go first. I let's see. What am I watching? I'm still watching American Ninja Warrior because I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm now watching Bachelor in Paradise. <sighs> you know, it's a great way to turn your brain off. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Um, Hallmark movies. Still watching those. So, there's. Every Saturday in the summer, they're having a new movie, and they're just not good. They're really bad. Um, But then the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel is doing garage sale mysteries, so there's four different ones in August. Those are really good. But stupid movies on Hallmark Channel. Sorry, Hallmark Channel, because I watch you all the time. Mm. Okay, what do you... Do you have anything that you've been watching this week? I have a new segment. I haven't been watching... You keep adding new segments. What I mean is I haven't been watching anything. Okay, what have you been doing? Listening. Okay. There's a new podcast called Inside Jaws, and what it is, it's a nine. Av- yeah, mom, it's, it's a it's, dentist. It's a dentist podcast. No, it's, a, it's a podcast about Richard Keel. Uh, it's the magic school bus goes inside Richard Keel, um, the very tall guy who was Jaws in the James Bond movies. Who I met, he was very, very sweet man. Yes, I'm very sad that he passed. Uh, he was such a sweet man when I met him. Um, You've always, you've met so many cool people. But that's because they go to cons and they're just I'm like I'm going. They're just like, hey, come meet the guy who played uh, Wedge Antilles in Star Wars, and I'm like first in line because I'm like, I bet he's nice, and he's like, nice. that was like, Chris Kattan was on Celebrity Family Feud, and I was like, I've seen that guy in real life. Like it, it's just like, but if they're there, did he? Yeah. Mom is mom is saying how she feel like he looks, and it's I didn't. I thought yeah. Well, you know why? You're gonna feel bad. He had, like, major neck surgery, and, like, now he can't, like, move his neck that well. Oh, it had nothing to do with his neck. Oh, no, but it's, like, because of... Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know who... I think... I'm sure I mentioned this. You know who was at Silicon Valley Comic Con last year, and I thought... that was like, oh, Mom would have liked to meet this person. The original Tinkerbell. The woman who was Tinkerbell. Like, who... And, wow, that would have been like, cool. Like, who did... They, they, she yeah. modeled, and then they did the pictures, and she nice, was... Nice, based on her. Yeah, she Very was, like, cool. a thousand years old, but she was... This is going to sound weird. She didn't move like she was a thousand years old. Nice. She was just, she was out there. She was, everyone who walked by, hello. Princesses would walk by. She would talk to the, you know what I mean? Like, because it's Tinkerbell. Okay, I'm going next year. Yeah, let's do it. It's in do we have, August. um, do we have a lineup yet? Not, I mean, it's in next August. It's still a year away. Oh, I thought it was in March. No, they moved it. Okay. Uh, because they were like, oh, it's going to be the same weekend as WonderCon. WonderCon is way. It's in Texas. No, WonderCon's the one in Anaheim and it's way. WonderCon is actually associated with San Diego Comic-Con. So should we go to WonderCon? Yeah, we don't have the money for that. We don't? That's kind of expensive because you got to stay in Anaheim and it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but we have, we have connections. We do? Yeah. I guess we do. <laughs> if we go to WonderCon, that would be kind of ridiculous. Um, but I would... I'm not dressing up. I'm just going to wear my yes, kid-tested mother-approved shirt. No, you're going to dress up. No. Anyway, go Here's back to you're going to dress up as. You're okay. going to be Kathy Bates in Misery. Okay. You're going to be... The fairy godmother. In what movie? In Mulan, Mom. The fairy godmother. 
No, I don't want to be her. I want to be a fat fairy. You can be a fat fairy. Because they're so cute. I don't remember who, but somebody came up to me and was like, I agree with your mom about the fat fairies. Yeah, I don't remember who that was either. Were you with me? I think I was. Somebody said something about, you really like the fat fairies. I know who it was. So, but Uh, yeah, and I do love the fat fairies. So I'm listening to Inside Jaws. Awesome. And it, it's a whole retrospective about Jaws, and it's a lot of stuff that I've never heard before. Nice. Because um, it's not just like, and it's me, Steven Spielberg, talking about Jaws again from this old footage from 1977 that Ruben's seen a hundred times. Like, it's it's new, it's interesting. I know the guy who played Quint and Richard Dreyfuss didn't get along. Tell me something new. You know what I mean? Like, right. And they know, obviously, eventually you run out of new things to learn. Right. But it's good while it lasts. Yeah. It's... um. Yes, I also just realized I remembered some, something that we're going to have to talk about in a f- few weeks. It'll be very fun. Okay. I'm going I'm to be doing something in a couple weeks uh, that'll be fun to talk about on the sure. show. Sure, I love it. Okay. Anything else? Uh, Not really. All right, let me go through our spiel. Yeah, do the spiel. So we have a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show on Twitter. We have a Zazzle if you want to buy some cool merchandise. Like my shirt that people say, oh, what's that? Oh, let me tell you. Um, it is weird that you carry around a big sign with you and like you stand on a street corner and it's like, I'm not homeless. I just want you to listen to my podcast. Yeah, no, but I do wear my shirt and people ask me. No, I do. I wear my shirt all the time. People ask me and I tell them, um, I tell them that you're amazing and I just sit there. Yeah. That's not, that's not. Yep. It's very funny because when people like, are like, what's your show about? And I just go, I capitalize on my mom's niceness. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, that's not true. You're the star. I'm just the cutie. You, did you say I'm just the cutie? I'm just the cutie. <laughs> You're important. I'm just the cutie. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what to say, so I just said that. Anyway, okay. Uh, we have an oh Patreon if you'd like to contribute to our little tiny baby podcast, we would love it. And Patreon.com/slash/KTMA show. That part. That's fine. And then we have email. Yes, and we have a Discord too. Discord and people are starting to talk to me. I love it when they go to Dawn Chat because I get excited. I, I mean, love to could, talk to people. The thing is, you're not like restricted to Dawn Chat. Like we need to talk to you. Like you are not like you know that. You I know, know that you're not because I have responded, but then I I don't know. I just feel like if it's Dawn Chat, then I could talk. That's fair, I guess. I don't know, but and then emails. Do we have any emails this week, Ruben? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, uh, wah, wah. I mean, that's fine. I know, but so I love the emails. It's not going to end if we don't get an email. It might, but I do love emails. I just love... Let me see if I got an email. Just love it. Uh, no. no. But that's okay. We read that one. Yeah. Okay. Then maybe... Yeah, that's all right. But that's good. All right. <laughs> sounds so disappointing. I just think it's so cool that people... Most of the time, it's people that we don't know. I just remembered something. You're pointing at me. We got a correction. <gasps> I love when we're wrong. Oh, were we wrong again? No. This is a wrong that we've talked about, but we haven't talked about it on the show. Okay. You talked about growing up at Disneyland. Not growing up at Disneyland, but growing up going to Disneyland. And yes. having the book, the ticket books. I, didn't we talk about this we online? We did not talk about Are it on the air. Are you sure? Because I thought we did. 100% positive we did not talk about it on the air because I remembered the next morning going, we didn't talk about that. Because so we said we were going to talk about it. Okay, but I thought we did. I am 100%. Okay, and that's okay. Because if we did, I, we're going to talk about it again. I, I got a message about... Thank you for not talking about it. <laughs> well, how because, come they didn't want us to talk about because it? Because they felt bad for correcting you. Because people don't mind correcting me. People don't like to correct you. Because no, but it's, that's okay because I was a little kid when they had the books. So you said that the bad tickets yes, were, were the all e the tickets. e-tickets. That's and what I, I remembered. Said, yeah, the, they knew they were bad because they were e. Now, anyone who is a much bigger Disney fan than us, because I actually, 
I mean, this is another kind of what are you watching? I really like this YouTube channel called Defunct Land, okay. where they talk about these um, just old theme park attractions or bits of theme parks or stuff that just don't exist anymore. Okay. And the whole thing is an e-ticket item is the hot item. See, e-ticket yeah. So I had just had it wrong. One. Right. B-ticket is the... Eh. Yeah. And so, so I was wrong, and that's yeah, okay. Which is fine. Yeah, and I did, because I just remember my little book always had those stupid rides left. Because do you want to know what they're doing now, or what they have been doing? What? Is they do special tours. You know they do special tours through Disneyland? Yeah. They have one called the e-ticket tour, where it takes you on all the rides that were on the e-ticket, and they do the history, and they talk about it. And Ooh, stuff. I would like to do that. That sounds fun to me. Like, I mean, Probably I expensive, though. Yeah, probably. But I'm such a big history buff and a nerd. I mean, I talked about... I said, oh, we'll talk about this a couple weeks. In August 27th, Weird Al Yankovic is getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. See you there, Weird Al. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Um, uh, that's in a couple weeks. I know. Um, I already got work off. Um, I told them where I was going, and they're like, yeah, have fun. Um, For the day? Yeah. You're going to come home? Yeah. At night? Yeah. You have nowhere to stay? Well, no, I'm going to go there on Sunday. I'm not going there by myself. I'm going there with... My friend Brian. I didn't want to like be like Brian's coming. <laughs> like, you no. know, doesn't he have to work? No, he got it off. I mean, I think he got it off. Oh, he did. Whatever. I don't know. I don't work with him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but so, uh, yeah, no. So, so, but to It'll me, just like, be fun. I love history. Yes. Like, is it Weird Al? Yes. Do I love Weird Al? Yes. But is it cool to see a Hollywood Walk of Fame star ceremony? Yes. A hundred percent. Just to Will say you cry? Seeing... What? Will you cry? Maybe okay. a little bit. Okay. Now this is the they they've mentioned they referenced who the three presenters are going to be. Okay. Doctor Demento. Of course. I will probably cry. You know what I mean? Because right. it's like because it's Doctor Demento. Right. Like to anyone who's not me, that means nothing. Right. But Doctor Demento is like the he like, started all the parody songs. Oh, or he, he played. He's them. like the comedy radio like booster. Like right. he was the guy. Uh, Tom Lennon. Who's a who's a comedian? Yes. He, yeah, you know who he is. He wrote the Night at the Museum movies. Uh huh. He also he's done a ton of stuff. Um, and then of course Weird Al, because Tom Lennon and Weird Al are very good friends. Got it. But like just to like be there, and be like, that's Weird Al Yankovic. Yep. That's Doctor Demento. That's Thomas Lennon. These three people that like. That's insane to me. That'll be like, so fun. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. That'll, so we'll definitely do a... Uh, our episode will probably come out after that or before that. Sounds good. It should be after, so you can talk about it. Yeah. So I think it's... A, like you said, if it's a weekend, I'm gone that weekend it's a anyway. Monday. Oh, okay. Um, Sounds good. But... Uh, theme? For next week. I'm th- oh, boy. I yay, mean... Yay, 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 yay. So yay, I think yay, this, yay. Is, this is the episode. This is, is the one that I've been holding my movie. It's been hard to hold this one for you, I think. And I think <laughs> that, like, you know, like, the room that we're in is very, like... Oh, no! Like, what's wrong, Mom? What, why'd you say, oh, no? I'm just saying, like... Poop. You're gonna make... Okay. So, the movie that we... The, the little <laughs> Apparently. I don't know what happened there. The theme is Guilty Pleasures. Yes. Because you were so like, I'm a Mickey Match. I'm a Mickey I've always wanted to make you watch. Right. This is it. I've been holding on to it. Okay. It's been hard. It's been hard. I've been holding on to it. So let's just do it. Okay. 1984. Mm-hmm. Maybe 85. 
Rick Springfield's Hard to Hold, or as he calls it, Hard, hard to, to Watch, because it is. But Did he call it that when we saw him? Yes, that was, in the live podcast. I loved watching him call it that. You know yes. what I mean? That made it more but, like... And you get to see his booty. What? Like the first... I don't want to see his butt. His booty. Like his actual butt? A naked booty. I don't want to see For that. For just a second, he's wearing a towel, and he gets locked out of something, and the towel goes boop, and there's his booty. I'm concerned about this movie. Because, it's terrible. Is it? But, okay. I, I, I just, I've always really liked him, so it doesn't matter now, to me. My friend still doesn't speak to me because I made her see this movie. I'm about to compare it to another movie. Okay. And you're going to be like, yeah, I guess it's the same thing. It sounds like, oh, yeah, this musician's doing really good right now. We need to get him in a movie. Yes. What was that Lance Bass movie where he fell in love with the girl on the train? Oh yeah, you know I don't what I'm know, but yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Joey, is Joey Fatone in that movie? I don't know. Joey Fatone was in a lot of movies. He was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding and the second one too. And the third one. Yep. So okay, so here it comes. What? Are you gonna make me watch The Room? What are you talking about? The Room. What? With Brie Larson? Isn't no, it called room. The Room? That's Room. Why, just why get are it you over. so afraid of this movie? Because I've seen the preview. I've seen parts, and it's just like. What a story, Mom. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right, so just get it over with. You are going to be watching. That room. What? Why? You are going to be watching. That room. The best, worst movies I've ever seen. It is one of my favorites because it's terrible. It is known for being terrible. You are going to be watching Super Mario Brothers, the movie. I loved that movie. Oh, it's rough. I know, but it's Bob Hoskins. And John Leguizamo. I remember watching Ooh, it with you when rough. you were kids. I know it's rough. Oh, it's a so, rough So watch. you're saving the room. Oh, yeah. The room is going to hit you when it's going to be like, great cinematography. And I'm just going to hit you with it. Like, like, I'm going to forget about it, and then you're going to hit me with 100%. it. 100%. Or maybe my birthday. Okay. Because um, my birthday episode Now, you coming. have a pass. Do you want to use the, the pass no, for Hard absolutely. to Hold? Because I'm... Like, the fact that I know nothing about this movie is concerning to me, and I feel like I'm going to hate this movie. Oh, yeah. But, I th- ooh, I hit the mic again. That's fine. But I think you're going to appreciate, because, no, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. The music, so, the movie tanked. Bad. Jeez, I wonder why. Poor. But the music, the soundtrack, did amazing. I mean, amazing for Rick Springfield fans. Huh. It had several songs. I feel like there's a that few charted. movies that like where like the soundtrack is yeah. great and the movie is garbage. many many films. But so just so and when you see him sing, you'll just remember my my mom was in love with him and kind yeah. of still is. So it's okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm more excited for you to watch because you're okay. Do you want to be honest? The room was never an option. Ah. Because like, I'm like you're expecting it. Yeah. I've and just I think been at waiting. this point, like, which is fine that you gave me heart to hold. But I almost would have wanted, like, the hard-to-hold-the-room episode to be that, you know what I mean, that right. episode. but I just so had like, to be this one. All right, we'll, we'll save it, but uh, it was between this and Mystery Men. Oh, see, and this, for me, it would have been um, this or The Wedding Date, starring Wendy? Deborah Messing Oof. and Dermot Mulroney, and he plays... What? A hooker. And she hires him to go to a <sighs> wedding. It's just Pretty Woman, but not great. Oh, I love it. Do you like Pretty Woman? I do, but I the, the wedding date is my favorite. Oof. It's just bad, but I love it anyway. Dermot Mulroney, has he shown... Well, he was just in a movie that we watched. Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney? I don't remember. But you remember I kept calling him the wrong yeah. name? The, my favorite movie that he, he was in 
was the movie with John Cusack in him, but he played a very small part. Must Love Dogs with Diane Lane. Doesn't he fall in love with his mom or something in that movie? No. She goes on a blind date and the guy is her dad. Weird. But Creepy. it's not on purpose. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Anyway. It's All right. A good one. So next week. <laughs> it's one of those episodes. Next week, mom is going to be watching Super Mario Brothers. And I'm going to be watching Hard, Hard to, hold. to Hold. It's in our living room because you can't even get it on Amazon I Prime. Know. I had to buy it for $6. You know what's funny is I was looking through our DVDs because I was like, I remember it was a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I know we used to own one of these movies that I was trying, like I had to watch. I'm like, I know we used to own it. I was looking for it now. I just see the case of Hard to Hold and I'm just like, it's coming. Soon. <laughs> soon. Like I'm going to have to open that soon. All right. Uh, bye, guys. Bye.